Truth Nation, what's poppin'? It's time to tap into Melanie Ricks for the pop culture report on the Tory Lowe Show on the new 1017 The Truth. 1017 FM, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. I'm in studio with MKE in the morning show host Melanie Ricks, all-star host Melanie Ricks. And we have a special guest for our pop culture report. We're joined by Milwaukee native, high school of the arts graduate, and UFC straw Weight straw weight champion Thug Rose Nama Yunus. Hello, welcome to the Territory Low Show. Nama Yunus, how you doing? Yeah, you said my name perfectly. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I want to ask you a question. I want to get it out, out. How did you get the name Thug Rose? So, uh, you know, I uh, grew up on the north side of Milwaukee, and uh, my neighbors, I had some. Uh, I had some, like, there was a Jamaican family that we grew up next to, and they were, you know, I learned a lot from them as far as just, like, you know, just life skills and whatnot, and uh, we, we watched out after each other, um, you know, growing up and whatnot, and, uh, you know, I was definitely, like, I I, uh, I can be timid sometimes as a kid, mm-hmm. but, uh, like, I think just my, just my, uh, my appearance and and just unassuming nature as far as like you know being tough and whatnot people thought they could pick on me and stuff so i you know i kind of had de- developed this demeanor of like you know uh like kind of an attitude like mm, <laughs> so, uh, tough to tough attitude and, now now i hear yeah, yeah. now now i mean you don't have yeah. to really elaborate on it but they they say you came from a really uh, tough beginnings you know as far as uh being uh abused and things like that how much of a factor yeah. does that play in your fighting style? Oh, it's definitely like a huge uh, factor as far as, um, you know, that's that's what martial arts, like just getting into martial arts in general, I think that stems from coming, uh, many people that get into martial arts come from an abused background. Right. And, uh, um, yeah, so I think it just helps you channel your emotions and um, it, it helps you kind of work through some of the things because i think when you go through stuff like that you kind of it sort of um uh, you know i guess makes you sort of a bad person too right. sometimes because you want to hurt somebody too and um so i think martial arts teaches you that you can't just do that so right <laughs> like and, anybody the, can mess and, and up. you like to grow things so it, it helps you dealing with plants and and, and you want to be a farmer I, I heard that one day you want to own a farm Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm really into growing stuff. I mean, uh, obviously, like, growing up in the city, it wasn't much opportunity right. to do that. But we had, like, a little spot in the background or backyard for some tomatoes. And it's just the best tasting food, you know, when you do it yourself. Mm. So that's something that I want to do. Hey, Rose, it's Melanie here. So I'm curious, yeah. what, like, made you even get into MMA? Like, what made you even want to step in the ring and decide, you know what, I could be good at this? Well, I've been a martial artist my whole life, and uh, it's something that, you know, I would uh, even even just on uh, aside from just training martial arts, um, you know, growing up, we would always just like play fight all the time and just practice fighting in general. So um, it's something that I was always doing. And then I stumbled across a gym, you know, Duke Rufus's gym in Milwaukee, and I met a bunch of people there that were um you know, doing it professionally, who are still in my corner to this day that, you know, fought in the UFC and um, 
And then, yeah, so so I just kind of mm. thought to myself, like, I can make this hobby into a career. Now, now, hold on. Where did you, because your husband was involved in the UFC. He was, he was a, yeah. he was a fighter. How much influence have your husband had on you in your career? Um, tremendous influence. Um, he, he and I, he started being my coach when I was like uh, an adult. I was 18 years old and I started, you know, my amateur career. Um, and, uh, you know, I had started kickboxing a little earlier, uh, like, but, um, but once, once I kind of got to that age where I'm like, this is what I want to do. Um, then yeah, like he's just been there, you know, ever since I decided to make it into a career. Mm. Now this upcoming fight, this upcoming fight, you fought this woman before. You you had yeah. uh, when you were on the show the the UFC show when you first started out when they first introduce introduced the strawweight champion like you lost to her before yeah so what is your strategy I mean I I mean you're a beast out there I mean uh, uh, you're fearless <laughs> definitely fearless yeah but how important it is for you to win this fight um I think it's always important to win every fight so um you know I. As much as I, you know, take take the information that I've learned from way back then and and apply it to now, I still am in the present moment. So uh, every fight's the most important fight. And with this fight, you know, I'm definitely coming with a different strategy, a different head on my shoulders. I'm way more mature and uh, experienced. So it's it's going to be just sticking to the game plan and being consistent and disciplined. That's going to win this fight. Now, now, when you won the belt, when you won the title from jo- Johanna, Johanna, yeah, when you won that fight, then you came back the second time. I mean, you gave her another chance to to know to get her title back, and you was the, at that point when you got the belt. I saw something where you said, "It the belt doesn't matter. This is about yeah, uh, changing the world almost." Yeah. I mean, how, why would, I mean, what was going through your mind when you said that? Because she was trying to taunt you. She was trying to get under your skin, but you took a different approach. You took a more subtle approach, and you ended up winning that title. And uh, the words that you said once you had the belt in your hands, I mean, you worked your whole uh, life to get to this point, but yet you're trying, you're thinking about changing the world. Yeah. Um, I think where that came from was the fact that uh, I think the era of the UFC at the time, there was like, there was a lot of materialistic stuff right. going on as far as just like, it's just really, you know, a bunch of brash people and stuff. And I felt like a lot of fighters at that time felt as if they had That's to what do they had that to in do. order to, yeah. So I kind of wanted to put, put, put it out there that like this, this, it's who cares about like who you know like obviously we want to all do our best and we're here for the belt but like ultimately it's just about doing your best and then you know whatever happens uh happens but like um i i, I wanted it to make it not about so materialistic right. and like and you changed the game people like you changed the way heavyweight yeah, yeah, champions and, and, even act because before that you're right they had to be this huge larger than life person but then you came and brought it right. down to earth when you won the title, yeah, yeah, that was the goal, and and, and it worked. You know, uh, you know, you have a lot of humbleness to you. Now, I'm gonna ask yeah. you a question. I'm gonna ask you a question. You was on the bus when Conor McGregor 
did all of that stuff when he was throwing the chairs and stuff like that. I mean, was that something that you note in your life that I mean, that when people act like that or bring that type of negativity, um, this is where where you say, hey, we can be more changers of the world instead of acting irate like that, like just losing control. Um, you know, that is, you know, yeah, that, that was a, a crazy moment in my life, but, uh, it's in the past. And so I just like to move forward right. and, you know, focus on, on the fight coming up. But, right. um, I mean, it definitely was crazy. Well, you, this was our first time talking. So I had to throw that out there because a lot of people don't understand. Like when you came in the game, you brought a subtleness to the, to the title where, you were yeah. down to earth. You were more of a person that wanted to build and help the world and use your influence in the most positive way, even though you came from what they call a, a, a rough background. So I was just trying to make sure the audience understood that. Yeah, um, you know, it's all about uh, I just I just trying to be myself, right. you know, and, and uh, I think everybody, um, you know, has to find their way in this world. And I think it's just a matter of you know, you can, you can, uh, you can do whatever it is that you want to do as long as you're you're honest and just kind of being true to yourself. You know, so if if uh, if uh, being flashy is your thing, then cool. If you're right. being really confident in yourself is and being like maybe borderline cocky is your thing, go ahead and do that. But you know, know that there's there's other ways to to promote yourself. You don't you don't gotta do just one thing like one. One um, mold is not the only thing, you know. So we're talking to UFC champion Thug Rose, Nama Yunus. And Rose, we really appreciate you being here. I was reading recently that you had talked about how your idea of the word legacy has kind of changed. And you didn't really like saying legacy, but now your mindset has changed on that. And you had even mentioned that earlier when we were talking about your upcoming fight that's going to be happening this Saturday. So why has yeah. your idea of legacy changed? And I guess, what is it switched over to? Like, what did it start as? And how do you feel about it now? Um, I think the reason that it's changed for me is because, uh, well, originally, every time I would see either reporters or fighters talk about the word legacy or the topic, it was always attached to like wins and wins and notches on their belt and stuff. And um, to me, like, none of that stuff, like, even though it's cool to accomplish things, it's all about, like, um, I don't know, it's, it's it's more so, like, how, like, what is it that people can learn from my journey instead of just, like, being this, like, um, you know, I don't know, like, because eventually, no matter how many times you win or how many crazy accomplishments or records you set, like, somebody else is going to come along and probably, you know, um, and and ultimately like take that away from me so or or do better than you and hopefully they do you know hopefully like everything keeps progressing and stuff and um but ultimately it's all about like um i, I guess uh shoot i totally forgot what i was gonna say well that's fine i think that's fine look, <laughs> hey look um, you you I, yeah. you got a fight coming up you got this big fight coming up ufc 274 you on the big stage how are you preparing and what what kind of energy are you bringing into this fight um the energy is going to be you know very disciplined and calm and uh controlled um 
just going, I'm just going to be, you know, very present in the moment and, uh, you know, just in control of myself. How do you feel, Rose, like you still rep Milwaukee? And I know that obviously, you know, your career is forefront right now and as it should be. Um, but I'm curious, how yeah. do you still stay tapped into your Milwaukee roots on the daily? Or, you know, even if you just tap in every now and then and check in on the community, I'm curious, how is it that you still yeah. stay grounded and keep Milwaukee in your mind? Well, um, you know, I got a... <laughs> so, so in my corner, I've got um, uh, Chico Camus, uh, who his fight name is King of Milwaukee, and uh, he, <laughs> he fought in the right. UFC, and um, he... Yeah, he flies back and forth between Milwaukee and and Denver or Minneapolis, depending on where I'm training at. Um, and he's somebody that is really important to my, um, you know. He actually, I met him before I met Pat, you know. And mm. uh, so he's uh, really important to my to my um, fight career, and especially at this phase in my career, he's been he's been in and out of uh, in and out of my career. But uh, early on, he was there for when I was in Invicta and. Um, ultimately like he, you know, he still lives in Milwaukee. So, so he's, I keep tabs on it, on it through him. Mm. That's great. That's great. And and what do you want? How do you want to inspire your city? Because you came up tough. You came up through some of the toughest ideas in the city, dealing with different elements that have led you to kind of be the way you are, kind of shaped you. What, what do you want the people that's, uh, from Milwaukee that see you out here when they watch you on TV fight these big fights what do you want what kind of message do you want to tell the people that's coming up and and many times in the same situations that you came from yeah um i would say that you know i think i think my for me my experience of growing up in Milwaukee i think there's a there's a a sentiment that maybe like we we kind of like have lower like we kind of um you know, maybe put ourselves lower than what we think in our minds, you know, like as far as like uh, talent and skills and this and that, but we're like really hardworking people. And um, so I think it's just a matter of like really believing in yourself um, and really, uh, you know, uh, manifesting positivity in your life and really trying to, you know, reap what you sow and and just put seeds of positivity in everywhere in your life and try to, you know, um, I think, I think uh, just knowing that anything is possible as long as you just keep working hard and have a dream and, and uh, you know, believe in yourself. Um, I think uh, the city is filled with so much, you know, so many special people and so many uh, really just talented, um, talented individuals. So I think just harboring that, man, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, like um, you know, growing that and really feeding that is uh, anything possible. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think far too often people don't surround themselves with those who are, you know, thinking bigger than just what's right there in front of them. You know what I mean? And being able to see the bigger picture. And that was why, Rose, I had asked you about your legacy and, you know, the comments that you had recently made about that, because I did think that was so interesting. You talking about how you want to see how each fight fits into the big picture of, you know, how your overall career will be viewed. So, with that being said, yeah. this Saturday, you know, you're going to be fighting Kayla Esperanza, uh, UFC 274. Any final remarks about this upcoming fight? 
Yeah, and I guess like to bring it back to the legacy talk, I think the reason that I didn't like the word is because sometimes I felt like it was like this, you know, sort of um, like idolatry sort of a thing is symbolic of like, you know, kind of worshiping people and it's like, and, and their accomplishments. And really, I just want to leave a legacy of like the fact that, you know, my spirituality and my connection with God and just my purpose for what I'm doing, like, obviously I'm doing all these things and trying to be my best uh, in order to accomplish whatever I can. But ultimately, like, I'm doing it because, you know, God allows me to, and I can hopefully inspire other people to, to do similar things or to just help other people with their accomplishments. So ultimately, like, I realized that legacy doesn't just have to be, like, wins or or accomplishments it's like what you can um kind of what you can do with those accomplishments in order to help other people i guess what i was trying to remember <laughs> yeah absolutely hey. thank you appreciate that well thank you ufc champion rose namayunas for tapping into the tory low show hey look we're gonna be there rooting for you this weekend awesome yeah thank you so much and and <laughs> when you win the title hopefully we can come back you can come in the studio when the next time you come home yeah, that would be uh, that would be definitely really awesome. Hopefully this summer. Okay, well, you be safe and keep going, <laughs> keep climbing to the top. We Good appreciate you for tapping in. Hey. Yes, thank you so much. We'll be back with more of the Pop Culture Report with Melanie Rick. Stay tapped in right here on Tory Low.